So when was your last checkup? Oh no, not you. Although that's important too. But when was your last vehicle checkup? When it comes to service, nobody knows your Chevy better than your local Chevy dealer. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule an appointment today. Direct from Paris, magician, magician Alexandre Duvivier is in our studio. She's putting on a show in Chicago that starts tomorrow and runs through March 10th. This will be at the Rhapsody Theater in Chicago on Morse. And again, it goes through March 10th. RhapsodyTheater.com is where you go to get tickets to Alexandra Duvivier's show. Alexandra, welcome to Chicago. Thank you so much for having me. Have you been to Chicago before? Yeah, I love it. How many times have you been to our city? Several times. You know, I'm lucky enough to travel and to be, let's say, wanted in a nice way. So yeah, I love America. So you've performed here before? Sometimes, but never at the Rhapsody Theater. Never. Have you checked out the room? Do you like the, that room? You like the feel and place? Oh, yeah, that's great. I'm rehearsing day and night, but I love it. How do you rehearse? I rehearse. I practice my tricks. I just speak with my colleagues because I have Colin who is taking care of the lights, the screen. We have a giant LED screen, and it's marvelous. So we have settings here, there to, to just light the show and Amanda is also helping me for the stage hand and uh, I have to teach them what I like to do so we're rehearsing. I guess so now that you mentioned it if you're working with the crew and it's magic you want to make sure they highlight the right things and and not the right not the wrong things. Sure but Just, there are not such things as, as wrong things what do you mean? Uh, <laughs> I wonder if a magician worries about dropping a card or a trick goes wrong or you accidentally expose the rules. Come on, we are humans. Of course, mistakes happened. Has that happened to you before? Of course. You know, I'm a human being like you. And the experience makes it, you have to look like if it's normal. And I go on and I smile and I say like if it's, uh, it was planned. And now all the experience I have because I'm practicing and performing magic for 35 years now. So will help me to just hide that. You started at like the age of 15, did I see, or something like that? Absolutely. Yeah. Your father was, is a magician? Is, is a magician. And we still perform duo shows together in our theater in Paris. You um, are, do what's called parlor Tricks or parlor magic? Yeah, close-up and parlor magic, right. So what does that mean? What, what's an example of that? An example is with small objects, you know, or we do cups and balls or cards or coins or rubber bands. It can be all small objects. No, you know, big box with a sewing a woman in half. Right. No making the Statue of Liberty disappear. No, this is already done because Mr. Copperfield is the master of that. So you respect that kind of magic? Oh, I love it. I just respect and love it. Does he, is he able to do what you do, though? Sure. Yeah. And so then where does one learn these tricks? I mean, obviously your father was in the business, but I wonder if it's commonly known, then there goes the magic. I wonder how you all learn these things. Okay, so there are many places to learn because we, we suppose that magic is a very closed world. Of course it is because I'm not going to teach you my tricks. But if you want to learn, you can have mentors. We have clubs. We have streaming platform. We have a streaming fl- platform in Paris which is you know available everywhere because it's, it's double, fond, uh, double fond TV. Because the theater we have, my dad and I, is called the double fond, which is basically the false bottom, a term of magic. Ah. As it's uh, something tricky. And of course, you can learn magic in books 
obviously. They are magic shops. And do you, you invent some of your you own? You have a magic shop here in Chicago. We do. I've of course, gone Magic by many Inc. Times. is a very famous one. Do you invent some of your own? Sure, tricks? sure, I invent. And some of them will be performed at the Rhapsody Theater soon. <laughs> and my dad also invented thousands of tricks. Yeah. You know, magic is like music. It's a never-ending process. It's endless. It will never... Stop, because you keep learning and keep inventing things. I are you? Is there? Um, is it generally understood that there's such a thing as the magic pot trick? What's magic pot? Okay, so I'm just inventing that phrase now. But we were at a magic show one time, and the guy had like a tea kettle or a pot. Oh, okay, yeah. And then he had everybody put down the name of a beverage that they was their favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, it's barman, le barman du diable. Yeah, I see what you mean. And then the beverages changes as the spectator asks for. So then they pull the names yeah. of the beverage out of the hat. And then, and it could have been hot chocolate. Sure. And then it's a hot chocolate. And then they say, okay, we reach in and pull out another one. It's gin and tonic. And it's a gin and tonic. And it's the same pot. They just keep pouring it and the beverage keeps changing. Okay. So uh, th that just blew my mind. Do you know how that is happening? Sure, sure. Okay. There, there are some old principles. And what is fantastic with my job is that People, if you have this effect, if you have, um, let's say, 50 people, 50 magicians who are performing this effect, it can be 50 different methods. Yeah. So, you know, yes, this is a very antique effect, but okay. you can perform it different ways. Okay, but here's my question about that, too. I mean, uh, I'm fascinated by the mechanics of it, how they got steaming hot chocolate to come out of that thing, and then ice-cold gin and tonic. Uh, even if you told me how they were doing it, I would just be impressed that they were able to mechanically pull that off. I'm glad. Okay, but... I, but here's what might be a little upsetting to me. Um, when they were uh, asking people to write down the names of the beverage and put them in there and then pull them out, were all of the people whose beverages and names of the beverages that went into the hat, were they in on the gig? Were they uh, confederates? Were they working for the magician? Did the magician no. beforehand say, no. Because it looked to me like they were average tourists just like me. Okay, come on, John. You have to believe in magic. I, I, you I, you I, must be a believer. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but I, I would have been disappointed if I knew that they pulled those people aside and said, listen. Okay, so you're not disappointed because you don't know how it's working. So life is beautiful. <laughs> I guess that's it. I shouldn't try and analyze it too much. Does that bother you when people you. are always trying to no. not sit back and enjoy it, but rather analyze it? No, you know what? I uh, I am pretty used to it because, you know, American audience is just marvelous because it's a, in your culture, you say, fool me, entertain me. Besides, French audience is the worst and the most difficult audience because we are, uh, you know, Descartes, the philosopher Descartes. Yeah. Uh, teach taught us in our genes to just analyze everything, try to understand. So uh, I'm used to that type of right. American thought. audiences are more fun than French audiences. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Of course, and I love. That's why I love performing in the states. Because we're easier. Um, no, so. I didn't say that. You mean <laughs> that? I didn't say that. By the way, uh, just talk to me about Paris for a second yeah. here. So the Olympics are going to be there, right? Yeah, right. Is everybody totally jazzed about that? Are they very excited and happy about the Olympics coming to Paris? It's divided because it's going to bring a lot of um, stress, a lot of traffic jams. But we are very happy to be represented, of course, because this is great for, for Paris. Is Paris going to make money or lose money on the Olympics? 
we have made so much traffic, so, so constructions, that I hope that it will get even, but I am not sure about that because Paris has been completely transformed by our mayor. So I can't tell you that for sure. Have they changed access to some of the monuments there? Like, I can still go to the Eiffel Tower. I can still go to the Louvre and stuff like that. <laughs> Speaking about the Eiffel Tower, yesterday I saw on the news, because I'm here, I'm not in France, that the guy, the people who are running the Eiffel Tower are on strike. Woo, what a surprise. So people... Tourists can't go and see the Eiffel Tower. This is just crazy. That's a lifelong dream for people. They spend their whole time, life, money, and they go there, and they go, and I can't go up and uh, have a glass of wine on I, the first deck? Yeah, I, I am so ashamed when I hear, hear such a things because, you know, for tourism, for the image of uh, Paris and the uh, French, it's not good. We, I always say, you know, when French people go on strike in the street and protest all the time, I say, but go and see how it is abroad in the other countries when we were striking because, oh, retirement, 62 years old. But when you go here, yeah. do you know how it's happening? Sometimes you don't have a retirement here, so come that on. The business of retirement in France is crazy to us. <laughs> it's crazy for me too, so I understand. This is That they would expect to be able to retire so young. And then when the president said, it was the president, right, sure, who sure. said, we need to raise it a couple of years. We can't afford life in France anyway. And it was to what, 64 or 62? Yeah, two years. Only. Two years. This, I know, it's crazy. But uh, uh, you know what? I'm, I feel so ashamed that I, I'd rather you change subject. Yes. <laughs> this uh, is embarrassing. Where does she play in Paris? I lived in Paris for uh, four. Uh, I live in Paris four months a year. One of our listeners is going to come see you in Paris. Oh, oh, What's cool. the theater where you play? Oh, thank you very much for this question. It's the Double Fond. It's in the fourth area. Uh, in Le Marais, which is the oldest area in Paris. It's the heart of Paris, uh, and it's uh, one square. Market Saint Catherine. That's the address. We, well, are more or less translated. <laughs> and the uh, the name of the theater is the Double, as in double. Double, double exactly. And fond. F O N D, like fond. Oui. <laughs> so Good French. Are you able to do any magic for us here? I, by the oh. way, I see you have a little gift for me there. Oh yeah, I brought you a little gifty. It it will stay here for a minute if you don't mind because it's a black bag with a um, kind of a, a pretty bow. Attached to the front of a little gift bag. It's just a little paper exactly. black gift bag. Because I don't know for yourself, and I'm sure about you, but uh, I love books. I have my little... Because this is books I plan to read. I didn't read it yet. She has yet. a memo pad, and she's flashing the pages. It says Moby Dick, Moby Herman Dick. Melville, uh, Melville uh, Harry Potter, J.K. Mm. Rowling, uh, Girl with the Tattoo Dragon, uh, Sapiens, yeah. uh, Edgar Allan Poe. So these are books and titles. And as you sketch, you're flipping through F. Scott Gatsby. Fitzgerald, The Great Gatsby, Steinbeck, Obama. Good. Many, many. Okay. And I would like you, my dear, to just, can you take this? I'm taking this. You put it no. in your hand like this flat. I'm putting it in my hand like this flat. Now, just don't look and flip, dribble with your thumb like this. Okay. Dribble, dribble. Stop. Shuffle. And now look, the name of this book. Yeah. And you look at the author. I flipped to a page that has a book and author title in this little memo okay. pad. So now we, are, we don't use it anymore. Do okay. remember it? We don't use it. Okay. Good. Give it back to you. Thank you so much. Wait a minute. Uh, oh, almost. Okay. I don't care. We're not going to do anything with okay. it anyway. So think about your well, that book. That was a lot of fun. Okay, now what again? <laughs> 
Do you remember the name of the book? I think so. The author? Yes. Have you read it? No. Do you like the author? Uh, I don't know the author. You don't know the author? I don't think I should be answering these questions. Oh, because I see in this title of yours some O's. O. Yeah. O. Yeah. I see a C. I see a C. Does it begin by a C? Trying to remember now. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Was it some kind of attends, co col um, color col Colora Colorado Colorado ki yes. kid? Colorado, is it? Colorado, yes, that's it. Oh, can you please open my gift, please, John? Do that for me. Uh, here's the paper bag. I'm now opening up the paper bag, and inside here. <laughs> oh my goodness! Is, is it the Colorado Kid by oh Stephen my. King? The, oh, you know Stephen so King. So I flip. Oh no way! Is there anything else in the bag? Please. This really ticks me off. Oh, I'm sorry. So I random, I could have, I saw all of those book titles. I flipped to the one page, sure. then I open up this other oh. bag, and that's the only, there's no other books in here. Ah, thank you. I'm glad you confirmed that. Can I have it for a minute? Just for a minute, sure. because you know what? I'm giving her the bag now, back. Now, this is for you to She's keep. She's taking the book out. You know what we're going to do? Flipping through the pages. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to stop me whenever you want. Oh, I just again. flip. All right. Flip, stop. Already. She's now stopped on a page. You're going to take these. Where you stop me? All right. Sure. And let's say for the two bottom lines at the end of the page. She's just randomly flipped to some pages of the actual book. The two, I'm looking at them. Yes. Two last sentences. The last two sentences of which page? Let's say the left page. The one on the left, right. Do you read them? I can read them. Uh, it's oh, it's kind of gross, isn't it? It's, yes. It talks about. I have a feeling about. Stomach, is it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is crazy. Stomach, second second stomach, because we have two stomachs. This is crazy. I we didn't do. know that. Yeah. And what about the right page, the two bottom <sighs> lines? It's How something. do this? This is a regular book. This, yeah, I'm and touching, this, this is your book now. I could have now. bought this at a bookstore. Yeah, of course. And I did that. All right, on the other page, you're going to tell me what's on there? The two bottom lines. Yeah. Uh, it's again, you know, this is crazy. It's about food. Are you hungry or not? Because it's. Fish and chips? Yes. And it talks about also a drink, something like a soda, American soda, like a, like a Coke? Oh, stop it. Stop it. So I just here's, stop it. Here's what it says on the left page. Finally, contents of stomach number two, and here I was talking about our man's supper. This stuff was pretty much on the second page. She served him fish and chips basket plus a Coke or Diet Coke. She couldn't remember which. Exactly. This is yours to keep. <laughs> Thank you so okay. much. Okay. Well, I, I don't know if that worked on the radio, but it sure did work in the studio. And my mm. friend Ashley is here videotaping all of this. Ashley, I don't know. I'm looking at the camera now. I don't know how she did it. We'll post this video at WGNRadio.com. We are connected, my friend. I, I hope we are. Alexandra Duvivier is here from Paris, can you tell? And she is performing <laughs> at the Rhapsody Theater in Chicago starting tomorrow through March 10th. You can get tickets at rhapsodytheater.com. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much. <sighs>